Hao, I'm Niki. And I'm Tanisha. And I'm Veda, but I don't have knee in my name. But I do have weak knees. That is true. <laughs> knees are part of the body, as you know. And today we're going to be talking about body positivity. And welcome to our podcast, Thinking Out Loud. So, diving right into what we're going to be talking about is the iconic segment, Statistics. Now, there's this girl who's been blowing up on TikTok that some of you know and some of you don't know. Yes. Her name is Sienna She's May. She's a squirrel girl. The squirrel girl. So, there's this quote that I really like about her. You have to realize that nobody's thinking about you as much as you are thinking that they're thinking about you. Everybody's only really worried about themselves and what other people think about them. Therefore, cheat the system. It's so true. That was so well said. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it really like dives into that should be like the first quote because you know, mm-hmm. it's got exactly what body positivity is. Feeling good about yourself because you're right. the one who has to live with your body by the end of the day. Yeah, and it is your home. You yeah. have to take good care of it, and you have mm-hmm. to be comfortable in it. And I know that some people are not comfortable in it, and it takes some time um, for you to, you know, be confident in your own body. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy for some people. It really isn't. Especially and, with others, like, telling you that you don't, like, look good or about yeah, your appearance, negative comments. social media right. and hate. Mm-hmm. So it does mm-hmm. take work, but mm-hmm. you'll get there. So these following facts are from the website dosomething.org. Um, and the first one is approximately 91% of women are unhappy with their bodies and resort to dieting to achieve their ideal body shape. Unfortunately, only 5% of those women naturally possess the body type often portrayed by Americans in the media. For the second fact, 58% of college-aged girls feel pressured to be a certain weight. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, and this ties together with the ninety-one percent, like both of those. P- mm-hmm. And it's not just—it's not just women. It's not just the gender right. of girls and women. Like a lot of men do get and body, body shamed, shaming, right? Yeah, and are body shamed, and we're gonna get into that. In yeah. The next mm-hmm. Studies show that the more reality TV shows young girl watches, the more likely she is to find appearance important. I feel like this statistic really shows how, like, the media portrays how we should be. And so that's mm-hmm. why we try to be right. what the media shows, what society shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not to, like, divert from the topic, but earlier today, um, I was watching the sitcom. It's called Sister, Sister. And I don't know if you know that show, but it just got on Netflix. And I was watching this um, episode, and it was about how they're like twin sisters and it was about how looks were just as like it was just important and their dad was like no looks don't define you but their mom was like yeah it does and i was Mm. just so surprised how in like younger television shows they've been like you know showing exactly how like looks are so important but like at the end of the episode they did get to that which that's good how they've been you know Mm. and it's common to think that way because like you see everyone so bothered about like how they're looking their appearance because people comment on it but you can do it for yourself it makes it if it makes you feel better about yourself but that shouldn't be your only source of like confidence it comes from the soul mm-hmm. <laughs> more than one third of people who admit to normal dieting will merge into pathological dieting roughly one fourth of those will suffer from partial or full-on eating disorder so that's why you really gotta make sure what you're eating 
yeah. is not nothing. Yeah, okay. Right. And um, frankly, like, diets mm. don't even, like, work. They don't work. Exactly. They don't, like, work at all. Especially like, for teenage girls. Like, I know. Like, this is, like, mm. as my mom says this all the time, but she says, this is the time you have to eat. Yeah, exactly. indulge. Indulge. Like, yeah. literally enjoy your life now. Because, like, right. once you get older, like, it's really hard with, like, you know, since, like, people do get old. Mm-hmm. And once you get to your 80s, like... You're going to have some, or hopefully you don't have some problems, but, like, um, if you do, like, it's going to be hard. You have to have diet restrictions and stuff right. like that. And, well, like, you need to make, like, food your friend in a way. Like, don't yeah. make it your enemy because it's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. And it's something mm-hmm. you need to live. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, take mm-hmm. care of your body. Right. 95% of people with eating disorders are between the ages 12 and 25. It's, like our age and 95 percent of people with eds are our age only 10 percent of people suffering from an eating disorder will seek professional help it's not Mm -hmm. the way you should be thinking like people like see other like i've seen so many people in middle school just eating like one bar of like like a cereal bar or something that's not enough like and um like for even breakfast they're like oh yeah mm -hmm. i didn't have breakfast today i'm so hungry i'm like yeah literally breakfast is the most important meal of the day and your parents Mm -hmm. have probably said that to you and it is true it's cringy but like it's a fact right (laughs) and i feel like people don't seek out for professional help because they think that's a healthy way to like keep on doing that like starving yourself and getting thin and they feel like Mm -hmm. it's working for them Mm -hmm. but it's not really in the long run actually scientifically scientifically proven that if you eat in the morning and you don't skip your meals that's what's going to boost your metabolism yeah and it's going to give you energy like metabolism energy Mm -hmm. um it's going to give you energy to power through that day exactly yeah so there's absolutely no point in skipping meals or trying to starve yourself to look good for some girl who said you don't look bad or yeah. even yeah. some random online comment like yeah. you don't need to that's we're gonna get into this but you don't need to prove someone right you need to be comfortable in your own yeah state. you need to yeah. prove yourself yeah so on to the next segment nikki's going to be talking about self-love and more on body positivity <laughs> I recently read an article called A Beginner's Guide to Self-Love and Body Positivity, written by June Valentine, in which she said, put your worth in something other than what society's perception of beauty is, aka thinness or thickness. So this is, I think, the best thing you could say in terms of body positivity. Like, it all stems from knowing that your beauty should not be defined by society's standards mm-hmm. of, like, knowing what a perfect body is. And yeah, like, yeah. especially, like, growing up and everything. Like, you see all these models mm-hmm. with um, skinny legs exactly. and, like, um, uh, quote-unquote curvy body. Yeah. And you, like, if you're too thick, it's a problem. If yeah, like, thin, body goals is, like, one certain... Right. Um, like, if you're too thin, people will say, oh, my God, you got to eat more. If you're right. too, like, if you're, like, you know, thicker than others, mm-hmm. then people say, oh, my God, stop eating. What? Yeah. Why do you look like that? People are always going to have negative things, things to say. To say about you. Right. Like, and you got to own up to your insecurities. Exactly. Like, that's what makes you perfect. Yeah. Perfect imperfection. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, there's a huge difference between trying to improve your own health and doing what you feel is important for your own mental health, like versus striving to be someone else's body. So 
the reason why we're so willing to accept thinness as the ideal is because it is what we see most often so the more you are exposed to something the more it is normalized fat bodies are not in the media as much as they should be and therefore they're not normalized take for example brandy melville many of you might know about their lack of diversity and oh the God. fact that they like advertise yeah i've heard so many stories about that right and they're also it's crazy. like i've heard like racist stories about that too. yeah mm-hmm. no they're pretty like messed they have messed up ideals yeah So many of you might know about their lack of diversity and the fact that they advertise their clothing as one size fits all. Hundreds of former Brandy employees have complained of discriminatory practices around hiring, firing, and pay. Your pay rate is 100% determined by your appearance. And I've heard people say like you will get fired for gaining weight or cutting your hair. (laughs) What? Which is, yeah. And like in this, like century and generation like 2020 right Mm -hmm. yeah and i've also like saw this tiktok i don't know if it's true or not Mm. but um so in front of a brandy melville store they said they were hiring they clearly put out a hiring sign right and i think um this worker was or this customer came in and she was like yeah i heard you guys were hiring do you think i can talk to the manager and this worker was like yeah sure let me go get her and then the man she went and talked to her manager and the first thing the manager said was how does she look like and then the worker yeah. was like what do you mean and then the manager was like well like what race is she and then she yeah. was like african american and she's like tell her that we can accept it's her it's crazy i'm like are you serious right yeah. now yeah like when i go to a clothing brand what i look for is like to see like diversity you know mm-hmm. what i mean diversity right yeah, and I think clothing brands have to realize that too, that people no longer want to see like only one type of body, only one color on And I feel page. like, honestly, like they've been getting better than that. Like right, plus for sure. sizes. Yeah. And like I've seen like a lot of, you know, different body types. Yeah. And also different race, like exactly. races and models as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's, it's getting better, but I feel like a lot of people are still not aware. Yeah, that this exactly. Exists. Yeah. For sure. And like it... Like, Brandy Melville, we know they have the one-size-fits-all policy. And, I don't know, like, it eventually comes down to the person and the beliefs they hold. But I personally wouldn't want to support a brand that isn't inclusive of all races and body types. And their whole one-size-fits-all thing is a lie. Exactly. All doesn't mean all. All means you gotta gotta have this type of curve. You gotta you gotta be this type of weight. You gotta be like this type of skinny. You gotta have these type of arms in order to fit. Exactly. I'm sorry, it does not fit. Can't shop. One size fits all is just like a lie in general. Exactly. We've all got different body types. They're trying to oppress body types that they think doesn't fit societal standards. And yeah, but there's no point in oppressing different body types. Embrace all of them instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you might be like, oh, like it fits me, so I can shop there, which I guess is true. But also, why would you want to, you know, support a brand that doesn't isn't like inclusive of all types? Mm-hmm. And you could even like go to thrift stores or Depop and shop Brandy Melville things, but not give direct profit to them. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's a good way if you yeah. like their clothing. Exactly. And so the best thing you can do is curate your feed. I've heard that word. It's like meaning make it diverse by Ooh, which, yeah. That's really nice, yeah. Right, your Instagram feed. like Or it, even places you shop at. Like yeah. um, support, you know, 
small black businesses yeah. or yes. small, you know, diverse businesses right. and help them grow instead of supporting these really big businesses like they Brandy already Melville. have enough. Yeah, all these racist, homophobic businesses. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. And like you pick what you want to see and that's the great thing about social media. So it's a great starting point that can easily um, like something be done and that's the best thing you can do to come to a sense of reality and not have a false idea of beauty. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know where you put your money because right. you want it. Because I don't know about you guys, but mm-hmm. for me, like I want to know where my money goes and I want to exactly. make sure it has mm-hmm. an impact. Instead, make yourself feel good about your unique body, health, and lifestyle. And touching on this topic, that goes into our next topic in which Veda will talk about social media. So, I mean, I feel like we already kind of talked about this in the last segment. Right. Just because, like, you know, we like both added on to each other. Yeah. Um, but as we're scrolling through our feed on social media... Like we said, we see these perfect models and positively impact body image in numerous ways. Yeah, sure it does. It gives you wellness, fitness, um, plant-based food accounts, like, you know, inspirational models, even for some users. Like, it does some good, but a lot of it is negative stuff. As when you post a post on Instagram, for example, and you get all of these negative comments talking about your body and how tall you are or how short you are or how thick you look or how skinny you look like Mm. it's just so many comments about that right it goes into your head eventually like you might think you're just staring at a screen but it's not yeah you're like oh my god yeah it's fine but it has a bigger impact exactly and you just gotta know that 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 person behind the screen is honestly just jealous of you yeah Mm -hmm. that's why they're just commenting on your quote-unquote insecurities Mm -hmm. when that part of you is so beautiful it's so perfect and you don't gotta change that right yeah so about that i feel like a lot of people since like you know we've grown up in america Mm -hmm. i don't know if you're like an international listener but we've grown up in america and we see this ideal body type in magazines and even television shows that we covered in our statistics segment Mm -hmm. and the insecurities start popping out you're like why does my stomach look like that why does my face look like that Mm -hmm. why do i have thicker arms than this person yeah and it's just crazy how you're comparing yourself to a person on a screen yeah and it's hard to get over that as much as someone tells you like don't Mm -hmm. care about what others think don't yeah like like, we're probably like yeah like we're probably like overwhelming you with like oh yeah like you don't gotta take care which we said in the beginning it's a Mm -hmm. journey exactly Mm -hmm. we do that all the time too yeah it's a like you will hear it like oh don't let it get into your head it will get into your head and it sucks you have to work on it like really yeah and it's it's a journey and it takes Mm. a while and it's okay if it takes you longer than others right maybe i can get over it in maybe two months and you have to take a whole year to reflect on yourself and that's Mm -hmm. okay that really is it's a process and i feel like people really overlook that and they kind of like undermine that and they don't see how much they have to work on themselves and that's also a really big issue self-confidence also comes in hand with you know Mm. body positivity right and I mean, honestly, it's all a mental game. And, you know, mental health is super important, like we talked about in the last episode, which if you haven't listened to that, 
you should finish this episode and go stream that for sure <laughs> but yeah yeah and i think like like when you are looking at a picture you don't know what's behind that like the, all the editing that went to, into mm-hmm. it because there's don't know what how real it is facetune exactly yeah there's facetune. um what else is there there's like photoshopping yeah there's so many editing yeah you can make. even snapchat all their hundreds of filters yeah, yeah. not everything you see is real yeah exactly so moving on to the next topic it will be a touchy one so this is a trigger warning it will be about eating disorders so feel free to skip this one out and come back around the end so eating disorders are serious conditions related to persistent eating behaviors that negatively impact your health or your emotions and your ability to function in important areas of life The most common eating disorders are anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa, and binge eating disorder. Those with eating disorders can have a variety of symptoms. However, most include a severe restriction of food, food binges, or purging behaviors like vomiting or over-exercising. And although eating disorders can affect people of any gender at any life stage, they're most often reported in adolescents and young women. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, if you don't eat and you exercise, you don't have any carbs yeah. or any proteins to fuel you to, to do exercise. exercise. Yeah. Or you don't have any energy to build off on to get mm-hmm. rid of. You don't have anything. That's yeah. why you're going to throw up. Exactly. And you might even faint. Like, that's yeah. not good for you. And, it's- like, a better thing to do is, like, maybe just eat as much as you want to eat and then exercise. Like, if you yeah. don't feel good about eating so much, don't not eat. And make sure you get protein in your body. Make sure you get nutrients, all the good food groups. Yeah, like like your parents say, but Mm -hmm. they're right. Mm -hmm. But it's also important not to eat, like, everything healthy in every single day. Too much of anything is not good. Yeah. Too much of beans are not good. Too much of Brussels sprouts are not good. Yeah, but you're probably not going to end up eating, like, that much that (laughs) is bad. But, like, also... It's good to have balance in your system. Because yeah. with the good comes a little bad. And something to add on, like, when you have cravings and you're like, oh my god, I'm not going to eat this. Right. When you keep telling yourself that, it's going to let you, like, you're going to crave more. Yeah. So what I would do is, if you have cravings, just eat it. Yeah. Or, like, take an alternative. Like, many days, I feel like coming down, like, every day after school eating, like, seven chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> but that'd be, like, I did the math yesterday. I'm, like, I'm eating 50 cookies per week or more. And I'm, like, I <laughs> But I like substitute for grapes or something. You don't always have to like yeah. not eat when you have a craving. For right, it. and I have a sweet tooth, like a really mm-hmm. bad one. And whenever I like crave like something like today, I was craving brownies for some reason, and I was like, yeah. you know what, I might just make a mug cake. And then I was like, oh wait, let me rethink that decision. And I just picked up a date. Right. Those like I think they're called like medjool dates are so like they're such a good really? replacement I, yeah they're, they don't taste like brownies but that sweetness is there and plus it's healthy for you yeah. yeah also another thing i want to talk about eds is that most people when you hear the word ed you think someone who is starving themselves but it's also a lot of other things too like people who overeat binge and, yeah. yeah binge eating that's a major issue that has been overlooked and that's a major issue that we need to look at that we need to recognize that those people exist and that we need to help them as well don't bully them about it like um just make them feel comfortable talking to you about it 
Yeah, you're like we said in the past episode, yeah. um, you need to make sure that they can come and talk to you, right? right? And you need to make sure that they're comfortable talking to them. So you have to like find a good, you know, safe space yeah. and you need to like be nice to them so mm-hmm. they can come forward with the issue. Exactly. You don't want them like hiding and starving themselves which could potentially like lead to something yeah. way worse. Like you might think you're joking around with your friends or someone when you're telling them like they eat so less, they eat so much or something like that. But it really like hurts in- on the inside. Yeah, when they actually it. have the problem right. that they do eat too less, you're like, oh, yeah. It could be your closest friend, your best friend, and you might not know what they're going yeah. through. So when you do see these symptoms of maybe a friend skipping meals, like you're like maybe at lunchtime you're like, oh, mm. I didn't have lunch today, and they do that like yeah. three days in a row, you know something's up. Right. So talk to a doctor or even a trusted adult. Mm. And only like like we said in the statistics segment, only ten percent of people who are who have eating disorders go to the doctor. Right. When I feel like more should. So adding on to what they were saying before, we see their arms or legs, right? And then we just think that immediately that they need to get help. Like stop. Yeah. Yes. But when someone sees an overweight person, they don't think that they need to get help. They just automatically assume that she or he or they... Was born like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not... Or like not... Or born like, like indulge, that. eat yeah. a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's not a medical issue. That's just how they are. Right. But we need to realize that we need to see both of them the same way that maybe they are healthy, maybe they are unhealthy, but mm-hmm. we need to treat them the same way. Right. And like, I think people like automatically say, oh, you need to like get help, like talk to someone else. But like, they just need someone to talk to, whether it's mm-hmm. you, whether it's another friend. They just yeah. need someone, Yeah. So, moving on to the next segment, we're going to be with Beta when we talk about toxic masculinity and femininity. Yeah, so we did touch on this in the last episode, and I only touched a little on this, but I've realized that there's so much more to it. So, there's a lot of stigma around body shaming, and it gets talked about more when it comes to women than men. And, um, which, I mean, should be changed, of course, because men do have feelings too, which a lot of people don't realize. So, let's look at the definition. Toxic masculinity refers to the historically masculine culture norms that are harmful to people and society. Some examples are encouraging men to hide their emotions, to not cry, And not to be soft because they would be seen weak and feminine. Yeah. And I never thought of, like, what's a word for this, like, toxic masculinity. I didn't know that was, like, a thing until very recently. Yeah. And I I don't, like, men's emotions, they should be shared. Like, they're human, too. Like, they have emotions. And it's not baby of them to cry about it. Like, let them cry. It's human of them to cry Exactly. And, like, they say, oh, men don't express a lot. But that's probably because, like, they see others and, like, the common thing that men should be, like, strong, not, like, you know, express their emotions. Like, they're not allowed to break down once in a while because we all do. We all break down once in a while. And that's Mm -hmm. okay, whether, whatever gender you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, 
when it comes to masculinity, like you might think, oh, it's relating to anger, violence, dominance, aggression. Yeah. And sometimes when men wear something traditionally like feminine clothing and acting in a more feminine man manner, people get or men get shamed about that. Which yeah. that's not something to be shamed about. Exactly. You like what you like. You like the colors you like. Yeah. And that's your personality. Like some men like pink. Like what's wrong in that? Exactly. Like I, I hate how pink is related to women yeah. and men is blue. Yeah, and I yeah. never actually like I never liked the fact that we've always believed that society has taught us to believe that clothes have a gender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it doesn't yeah, it really doesn't. I mean, you wear so many of us wear men's clothes. I'm yeah. literally wearing men's clothing right yeah. now. Yeah, men's clothing takes up ninety percent of my closet, jeans <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. Love that, and it's the comfiest thing ever. Like right. so. Yeah, and toxic masculinity leads to less men reaching out for help with their mental health, which also leads to higher male rate of successful suicides, which we did talk about last episode. But relating this to body positivity, um, a lot of men do have mental health like issues about their body too. Right. Like men feel like they need to have these muscular arms and these six pack abs. And if they don't have it, yeah. like they just feel so, you know, insecure about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And they don't even talk about it, like I just said. They don't reach out yeah. for help because it's stupid to reach out for help. Exactly. Quote, unquote, stupid when it's not. Like, not at all. Just have mm-hmm. a conversation about it, yeah. which is hard. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just talk to a friend or if you do, like... Your see, parents, too. Yeah. They've probably gone through it, mm-hmm. like, being shamed on their body or something. So something that you can... St- do to stop promoting toxic masculinity is changing your mindset teaching people and listening to like send this episode to someone right just send it to someone and just let them listen to it so um something that you can teach someone or even change your mindset about is that femininity femininity is good and so is masculinity like Mm -hmm. both are good and important to talk about yeah Yeah. and also it's okay to be sad and it doesn't make you weak and you have to let people know when you're sad you can't keep them bottled up and i think expressing yourself is actually now something that shows your confidence you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like to be able to express your thoughts and feelings to others is a great thing so it really helps if you do teach a younger audience about this because it helps them like their upbringing and it helps mm. them develop morals and values good morals and values yeah in a younger age right so let them know that you can wear pink or blue or rainbow or That's white or black thing. dresses or suits and whatever they want because clothes don't define gender and their happiness is the most important yeah. mm-hmm. like i've heard the phrase so many like you look like a girl because you're wearing this you look like a boy because you're wearing this like just wear whatever you want yeah we're not on this earth to judge people yeah don't care what other people think that's the key of it really yeah and just to clarify that masculinity does not mean toxic masculinity yeah that they do have correlation but not in a positive way two different things two different things and i feel like i've you know elaborated that yeah 
Um, and acknowledging that toxic masculinity and its effects isn't the same as thinking that all men are bad people who are responsible for all of this. Everyone is negatively affected by toxic masculinity, not just men or women. Everyone is. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so coming to toxic femininity, that's a tongue twister. Right. It's basically the same thing, except it refers to um, girls that they have to speak softly and gently and they have to do the chores around the house they have to be you know a little bit reserved yeah well spoken well dressed they have to start a family instead of pursuing a career Mm -hmm. um they have to follow ridiculous beauty standards to be as pretty and therefore respected Mm. This comes to body positivity. Yeah. They have to meet those quote-unquote standards that right. models yeah. like set for us. Or even society. Scratch models. Society exactly. sets for us. Which yeah. um, is really stupid. Like, right. those, you don't need to live up to those standards. Live up to your own standards. Like, be comfortable yeah. in your own body. Honestly, anyone's a model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally, everyone could be a model. Yeah. And teaching everyone that being quiet and loving and gentle are strictly feminine traits, which is not true. No. Literally, like, anyone, any any gender, any human, yeah. any human can be all of those traits. Mm-hmm. And um, just like this, it affects us by labeling strong, confident women as bossy and rude and unlikable. And Which is crazy. Like, there are people who are full fully self-absorbed but that's different than being confident in yourself Mm -hmm. and like we said before girls become are becoming insecure about their body from a young age women who don't conform to society's ridiculous beauty standards are thought of as ugly and less worthy of respect wow they're They're not stupid yeah like because you're not society's girl that's why you're less attractive like no it's crazy there's too many like things you need to reach up to like you need to look exactly like this you need to act exactly like this yeah everyone can just be themselves and Mm -hmm. it's perfect and like this like you can prevent it by teaching kids or even sending this episode to someone and Mm -hmm. let them know that everyone is beautiful and that beauty comes from the inside right and it's good to be confident and that doesn't come off as bossy and rude and they don't have to look a certain way or wear certain clothes to be respected they deserve respect yeah from their personality exactly and it it isn't because of your outside appearance it's from what's inside and yeah just to clarify again, toxic femininity is not femininity. They're two different things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So, moving on to the next segment, we're going to be learning about confidence with Nikki. Yeah, so when I think about how, how all of these topics relate to each other and how self-confidence, body positivity, etc., they're all intertwined. I think about the game we used to play back in elementary or middle school and even so present day where one person says a word and then like the next person says a word that relates to that, so on and so on. 
So having low self-esteem doesn't necessarily stem from you having negative thoughts about your body or appearance because there are so many things that can cause this, but there's for sure a strong correlation between the two. So Mm -hmm. when determining why you are feeling low on the daily or stressed in general, like try to determine, (laughs) this is really cringy, but like the vertex and the quadratic equation. But like what is a good I guess that's a good um what's it called? Analogy. 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 Yeah, but I was like, you know, what I mean by that is ask yourself what is causing your stress levels to be higher than usual or your self esteem being low and from there tell yourself multiple times how you're gonna stop these negative thoughts from arising in your brain. And Right. And I feel like some of this has to do with I know for us, we just started online school and we're about a month in already wow and it's already so much stress so stressful so a lot of people are feeling stressed from this yeah and then they don't get time to work out maybe yeah further for to develop develop their perfect body which it's really important to work out yeah and to to gain muscle right not to lose fat Fat, to gain muscle and to be stronger. Yeah, and it even, like, just your mental health increases by just going outside, even. even taking a fresh, deep breath yeah. of air. I feel like sometimes we're not even getting enough time to just relax, like, mm. our mind to, like, stop thinking about something and just relax. Yeah, so it really depends on the person, but for me, I've realized the main reason for me being, like, in a bad mood or overly stressed in general is that I've got myself into bad habits such as like not getting enough fresh air or not exercising or even just doing anything that makes you happy, hanging out with friends, anything like that. And another big factor in your confidence level can be you just putting down yourself constantly, not believing in your capability to do something or thinking that you're not smart enough, which I think is something like it's a constant struggle for me too, but we need to tell yourself that as long as we're just working, putting our best effort in and not overwhelming ourselves, everything will be fine. Like everyone has their own path and goals in life. We got to stick to ours because everyone eventually achieves something in life in their own way and time. So there's a lot of pressure by society. You need to do this. You need to do this, especially mm-hmm. for college. It's yeah, like a huge like, deal. Whether you know, it's like some parents might also put stress on you. Yeah. So moving on to the next segment, we're going to be with me talking about developing healthy coping mechanisms and changing your mindset for the better. So, yes, we are aware we have talked to you guys about so many different unhealthy coping mechanisms that people use on a daily. And yeah, there is a lot. So now I will share some healthy coping mechanisms. And these are not all of it. There are, of course, more. If you guys want to do your own research on it, that is totally definitely fine. But these are just some of the ones that I really enjoy and that I'll share with you guys. So listening to music. A big one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I literally really just me, like, listen yeah. to music while studying or doing homework and it helps. Yeah, like it puts you in another mood, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. it relaxes you. Yeah, we just have like a mini dance session in your room. Yes. <laughs> It's okay to have mm. fun in life, by the way, exactly. even in high school. Watching TV, reading. Mm. I'm a big fan of reading. Right. Uh, I don't read at all, but like I want to get into it so bad because <laughs> I feel like it just arises so many thoughts. <laughs> Spending time alone. 
journaling which i find hard to keep up with but like you guys do you guys like if you like journaling then good right and you don't have to write like every single day just write when you have a thought or something exactly exactly and then these are only some you can't do as much stuff because of covid so stay safe doing this stuff Mm -hmm. but these are just some of them really so now you may ask yourself changing your mindset which is a process which is a journey yeah it can be yes it can be long and hard but first of all you need to accept the fact that your mindset needs adjusting and accepting the fact that that's okay and that you're not 100% okay and that that is okay but you need to change yourself for the better right validate yourself Mm -hmm. you are good you look you are okay you are perfect exactly you are just the way you are yeah and you're perfect that Mm -hmm. way And then you need to identify what's going on in your head and what you don't like that it's doing and how it is negatively affecting you. Reach the source of your problem and understand what it is. Then you need to start to change your mindset in the way you think. Because it all starts up there in your brain, so that's where you got to change your acts and get better. That's the root of your problems and the root of what goes on in your life, the root of everything. Yeah. And, like, just doing things that make you happy. It might not be what makes someone else happy, but... Yeah. So you have to understand why you thought the way you did before and the root of the issue and why you want to change. Then you have to begin to not only change your mindset, but prove it in actions. Do something not only mental, but also physical and bring this change into your life, which can be something super small, like maybe reading your first book or... Drawing a picture that helps you relieve stress, or it can be all the way to go as maybe running a 3K or 2K or whatever marathons out, running a race, or it can be starting to gather friends and hanging out with them to relieve stress. This is going to be tied into something that we have recently learned in AP Computer Science, so all mm-hmm. my comp sci people, yes. top-down design. Oh my gosh, yes. Which, oh my god, I don't yeah, know what that is. is. I already know that this is going to be a good analogy. Yeah. So top-down design is basically where we take one problem and we divide it into different functions, different issues that we need to focus one-on-one. So it's easier yeah. to focus. It's easier to organize everything in your life. It's easier to like look at the problem and figure yeah. out what you need to solve. And Ooh. that correlates exactly with what we need to do in life, you know? Yes. Reach the root of the problem, see how to solve the problem and then break that problem into different steps and sections and then solve it from there top down yes, design we love that <laughs> carol the dog will find his way i'm sorry <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about but like yeah. and so lastly you need to get comfortable with failing because this is again as i've said it's a long and hard process so it's important to know that even with the two steps forward you're taking it's okay to take one two or even three steps backwards as long as you take those steps forwards again all in due time so be comfortable mm-hmm. with taking a few steps backwards you know mm-hmm. yeah. just take your own time honestly right yeah. like really self evaluate and mm-hmm. like Tanisha said, break down what, like, you want to work on about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even to do with work, like, putting effort into things is different than overwhelming yourself with so many things that your brain can't handle it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So now in the last segment, we're going to be with Beta talking about how to make others feel better. (laughs) 
yeah and honestly hype them up hype your friends up and mm-hmm, make them mm-hmm. feel good about themselves like mm-hmm. like we said in the last episode i probably used that phrase like a hundred times already <laughs> but um but like give them a compliment like that mm-hmm. goes a long long way exactly like if you hype them up they'll be like oh my god thank you like that really helped like you don't know yeah. what situation people are in Mm-hmm. right and exactly. it can be anything appearance person i feel like a lot of people make like appearance compliments which is like amazing but then you can go further tell them what you like about them personally yeah. as a person right you like you make me smile right. on my worst days exactly like so that true. compliment means so so much to me like right. i literally will like tear up when i get that compliment yeah mm-hmm. like in the past i know too like i feel like nervous to tell someone something i really love about them because it seems like you don't know them too well or something and yeah, you can't but like yeah. the littlest thing like yeah. complimenting somebody is such a simple thing yet people are strangely afraid of it okay which it's like become awkward why, to do right. that i get yeah. why you are but you need to kind of yeah. change that norm I right guess. it's really not a norm but like mm. it like even if it is you gotta like change that like yeah. compliment someone man like it's the littlest thing like treat others the way you want to be treated like the golden exactly. rule of yeah. elementary school mm-hmm. which still applies which still applies yeah and i feel like a big thing right now that we still have to work on is like even while texting while talking to someone like being expressive is not something that's made comfortable and like normal Take the time to listen to people. Everybody is struggling with something. If it, mm. even if it's just school, or the littlest thing, like oh my yeah. god, like I can't figure out how to work my computer, or maybe yeah. like deeper things like insecurities and yeah. mental health. Like just take the time to listen to people and ask, like reach out to them. Like yeah. don't be afraid to reach out. Mm-hmm. And even if they do push away, yeah, give them some space. Right. But make sure you let them know that they are, you are there for yeah. them. Yeah, and they might act like, oh, no, nothing's bothering them. They're totally happy. Even I do that sometimes. I'm like, you know, I'm fine, whatever. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, yeah. I'm like, like really you're not sad. fine. Like, yeah. Tell me. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And also, a lot of people, like, a good friend, a good friend mm. is happy when something happens to their friend. Right. Like, oh, my God, I got a scholarship to go to my dream college. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Like, they will feel happy. But like yeah. a toxic friend will... Jealousy. Will, yeah, encourage friends to do great things. Like really yeah. support them through their journey and accept them for who they are. Yes. Yeah. Accept them for their personality. Right. For mm-hmm. their crackhead energy. Yeah. For their... How they look. Like it yeah. really doesn't matter yeah. how they look. Like exactly. as long as you bond with them and as long as they're your bestie. Like, yeah. And such a big part of self-love you can get self-love from like being by yourself and like thinking about what you love about yourself but also giving love to others sharing like your stories about others and like Mm -hmm. just helping out others is a big thing to make yourself feel better about yourself (laughs) right yeah Mm -hmm. and before we end off this episode a little last note you are beautiful you don't need to change anything about your body so make sure to follow our Instagram and our TikTok at thinkingoutloud.podcast. That's thinking without the G. And stay tuned for our next episode. Share our episode with your family and friends. And even if you just want them to hear something that you felt was important for them to hear. Yeah, and if you have a friend struggling with eating disorders right. or even like 
you know body image issues yeah. feel free to send this to them like, exactly please do yeah please do like yeah. it'll make us happy and yeah. please 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 even mm-hmm. if you're like a first-time listener or you don't want to comment just dm us it yeah. makes us so happy to like read your dms read your, like read your dms and it doesn't always have to be positive like tell us something that we can work on right just getting a dm from someone who listened to yeah. us talking about like an issue mm-hmm. makes my day right mm-hmm. And, you know, just today, say something positive to someone, make someone feel better, random yes. act of kindness of the day, yes. you know. So we hope you all enjoyed it. And if you have any comments, compliments, or concerns, feel free to DM us, as Veda said, on any of our platforms. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye. First things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real.